Whoa, 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 wait, wait, whoa, wait, 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 Week three of the NBA season is going down. And as promised, we are here to support you in your quest for fantasy basketball domination. Welcome to the Game Pick Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Marks. You can connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Game Pick Podcast. If you love fantasy basketball, please consider subscribing. We release new episodes every single week. And before I move on, please stick around until the end of this episode. Because if you miss anything, if you miss any of these nuggets, you might just lose your matchup this week so i got a confession y'all i'm in way too many leagues i'm like i i did a twitter post about it like hey how many leagues are you guys in i got some of these folks out here some of my you know fantasy basketball community members who are in 12 leagues y'all like yo i i'm in i think i want to say eight seven or eight and it's crazy between creating this content, doing research for you, right? And also, like, my job, my children, my wife, you know what I'm saying? Like, going to church, you know, even, like, enjoying the games. Like, all of that stuff and managing these rosters has been crazy. The ones I'm kind of watering the most and giving the most nurturing and love are some of my original leagues, you know, the ones with my family and friends. With that being said, just the message for the, for the day is make sure you know what your capacity is because I also have some people in our leagues who are like, oh, I got too much. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, you know, be as active. Just just don't be in the league. Just just tell your commissioner, you know what, man? Like I signed up, but I'm in too many leagues. I think I'm going to have to step away. Can you find a replacement? We would much rather you do that than to go into it 50%, having one foot in, one fit out. So that's the message of the day. If you guys have too much on your plate, it's okay to tell your league um, commissioner that, you know what, this is not for me. Can you help me find a replacement so I can make sure that I don't impact the quality of this league? So that's what I wanted to just harp about early on. With that being said, why don't we just jump right in to news and injuries? The biggest news the Lakers are 0-5 at the time of recording this episode. Oh, my God. The rumor mill is swirling. People are saying that LeBron is requesting a trade. I doubt there's any truth to that, but I could be wrong. They're also saying that, you know, maybe the Lakers should ship off Westbrook, AD, and LeBron and start from scratch. A whole bunch of different rumors swirling around one of America's most, you know, historic and legendary franchises, the Lakers. So it's kind of sad. But one thing I would say, especially for Laker Nation, like I'm not a big Lakers fan, but I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan, a huge LeBron James fan, huge Magic Johnson fan. Like I'm all about the legacy of the Lakers. What I would say to Laker Nation is remain steady, keep faith. It's still very early in the season. Like people have started off on the wrong foot early in the season and bounce back. I don't know if it's going to happen for the Lakers, but I just wanted to start for Laker Nation to let y'all know, like, you just take a deep breath 
and be patient because this might work out. The other thing for news I want to talk about is how valuable some of the rookies have been so far. So if you drafted any of this year's rookie class, like kudos to you. Some of them are really taking off. Um, I want to shout out Jaden Ivey, who's really been going off, Duran, um, Jabari Smith, just so many so many rookies rising to the occasion. Uh, Benedict Matherin, yo, if you drafted any of these guys with your last or second to last pick or late round picks, kudos to you. Hold them and be prepared. Here's the here's the nugget. Here's the gym. When you hit a rough patch with your rookies, those are the last people that I'm looking to drop. If you have other people on your roster, like the Bogdanoviches of the world, things of that nature, where you can drop them to kind of find a streaming spot i would start there i would just have some 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 grace and faith and patience when it comes to the up and down roller coaster ride of an nba rookie's uh performance okay so i wanted to start there now let's talk about some injuries let me have a quick sip of this coffee that was good that was good okay so number one terry rosier and lamello ball are both game time decisions at the time of recording this and i usually record on the sunday before the game starts so the sunday of week uh, before week three starts so those guys are both coming up as game time decisions so if you've been holding especially for my lamello owners especially for my people who drafted lamello when his value sunk when he first got injured like now it's time to shine now it's time to like get you know the reward for your patience you know what i'm saying but for people who grab uh, Dennis Smith, this is where his value is going to begin to decline tremendously. So you want to get out on him, um, if, especially if these two guys play. Next up, uh, Darius Garland is still going to be out um, until November 2nd, which really hurts if you if you drafted him. Jordan Poole is a game time decision as of the time of filming this episode. So um, he has an ankle injury, a little banged up. I wouldn't be too concerned about it. Jabari Smith Jr., also another ankle injury. He's also a game-time decision. Not too concerned about it. But I will tell you what I am concerned about. I'm concerned about Kawhi Leonard. Yes, yes, yes. So you guys know I've been talking about Kawhi Leonard since the offseason, y'all. Like, since the offseason, I've been talking about how I'm staying away from him. And I had people even in my TikTok YouTube comments like, why are you so down on Kawhi? Like, you're bugging. Look at his, you know, per game production. And that's fine and dandy. Again, I always like to have the disclaimer that I have nothing but respect for all NBA players, especially Kawhi Leonard. He's an NBA champion, two-time champion, two-time finals MVP. This is no shade or disrespect on a personal level. In terms of fantasy basketball? Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. I am out on Kawhi Leonard. I've been telling you guys to stay out on him. The only way I would have drafted him is if he would have fell to like the eighth or ninth round. I'm not grabbing or investing in him. Not because I don't believe in his talent. I do believe in his talent. But he is the godfather, the godfather, the pioneer, the originator of load management. So why would I do that to myself? Why? And why are you doing it to yourself? So this is what I would recommend for any of my Kawhi Leonard um, managers who, who have some stock in Kawhi Leonard right now, right? This is my recommendation for you. What I would say is hold. You can't sell now because you're not going to get any return on the investment that I told you not to make, right? Hold. When he comes back, 
Give him a couple games, see what he does, especially if you see it's a week where there are no back-to-backs because you know if they're back-to-backs, he's resting, right? They literally have a cot on the side of the bench with a little pillow, and he just lays down right there. You might not see it, but it's happening. With that said, guys, what you want to do is once he gets that go-off game, 25 points, 15 rebounds, three blocks, he scores like 65 fantasy points, you start sending those offers out. And just know that... The same way you feel about him, others feel about him. So just make sure you're, you you set your expectations in the right place in terms of what kind of return you're going to get. But I would get something for him. If you want some sh- suggestions on who you should try to target, please uh, drop a comment and I'll, and I'll help you out there. So let's move along. Back to some more resting issues. We got LeBron and AD both showing up on an injury report. Uh, game time decisions. I imagine that is a resting situation. Here's a big one. John Morant is out with illness. It doesn't say game time. It doesn't say day to day. It says out on ESPN. I don't know what the illness is. If it's COVID, this could be an extended um, absence for him. So you know what this means. Anyone who knows fantasy basketball, you know that when John Morant is out, that we fire up Tyus Jones. Like you fire up Tyus Jones like it's, he's playing for Kentucky. Like, like he's the starting, if he's the starting point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies, when, when John Morant is out, he is putting up mad points in so many different categories. So I'm going to tell you, if you haven't snatched him up yet, pause this video. I'll wait for you and go pick him up. He is going to be on fire as long as John Morant is out. Um, after Ja, we also have Zion. Zion is a concern for me. I, I, I have a lot of Zion stock. I was on the hilltop about Zion. And, and the difference between a player like Kawhi versus Zion is Zion actually wants to play. Kawhi, Kawhi doesn't even play pickup games in the summer because he's not trying to get hurt. And I get it. Like it's it's a it's a really wise investment for a multi-million dollar athlete to make sure that they protect protect their top asset, which is their body. I get it. Zion wants to hoop. So I have no real big concerns about him having an extended absence, but it is something to monitor. He's a game time decision. Then we have Josh Giddy with the game time decision, an ankle injury. We have um, DeAndre Ayton with a more serious injury. They're saying he's not, he's going to be out until November 7th. So I'd monitor that. And then uh, we have Devin Vassell out with a knee injury also going to be out to early uh, November. So that's something to monitor. And then the last person I want to talk about is Damian Lillard. So, As you know, Damian Lillard was out for most of last season. Uh, You know, it kind of diminished his fantasy value going into into draft season this year. And now he's here with an injury. And he's supposed to be out until November 4th. It's a calf injury. So it's something that is very concerning for me. Um, I don't have much Lillard stock. However, I do have some Anthony Simon stock and I do have some Shaden Sharp stock. With that being said, if you have any of those guys on your roster, it's time to fire them up. If they, if if Sharp is available on your waiver wire, this is the time to go scoop him up. Now, we know that Anthony Simons is going to get minutes because he's already getting them. He'll just have increased usage in Dame's absence. But for Shaden Sharp, he's someone that, you know, he's a young guy. I think he's 18, 19 years old, rookie, a lot of mystery around him. I was talking about him all offseason in all of my best ball drafts, all of my mock drafts. I was picking him up with that last pick. Now is the time to see if they'll um, Chauncey Billups will give him, you know, 20 minutes. If he gets 20 minutes a game, we can actually see if, in fact, he can be a season-long investment. And for my dynasty uh, players out there, is he a long-term dynasty investment? So 
That's where we are with injuries and updates. Next up, I want to go right into talking about waiver wire targets. So for the waiver wire, I've been doing ads and drops. I want to kind of streamline it. As I've said in the past, this show, this this season is really going to be us molding it to a place where we're serving you the way you want to be served. And a lot of people were saying that they want some waiver wire targets specifically and not necessarily just the um, stream team that I'll share later, but also um, not just ads and drops, like who's the most added, who's the most you know, drop. They want guys that I'm targeting. So these are the guys that I'm looking for. Um, all, all of these players are season long ads, people that I'm thinking about keeping for the season, not just for week three. So the first guy is Bobo. Bobo, nobody expected it, right? I didn't expect it. You didn't expect it. Bobo has been on fire, um, especially if you're in category leagues, you're going to get tons of value uh, in, in the black category. Um, I'm just curious and he's available everywhere. Definitely. Um, you know, a, a player that you can find on your waiver wire. So I would, I would fire up some Bobo if you can find him. The next player I'm looking at is Trey Murphy. Now, many of us have, um, you know, invested in Herb Jones and have been a little disappointed. However, Trey Murphy has been like cooking up and putting up some numbers. So if he's still available on your waiver wire, I'm going to grab Trey Murphy. Um, you know, he's knocking down some threes, which would be a category that works for you. And, you know, he, he, he might actually move into that role that we all imagine and dream that Herb, um, Herbert Jones would be in and be able to provide value. So just keep an eye on it. But if he's available, I'd snatch it up and then monitor. Don't wait and be late to the party, just go ahead and grab him if you have a spot available. The next person I want to talk about is Brooke Lopez. Yes, Brooke Lopez. I am bugging off of Brooke Lopez. Let me get a, a sip of this coffee. So Brooke Lopez is somebody that has kind of developed a fantasy reputation of maybe not being that guy. He's not that guy, pal. Um, but the numbers don't lie. He's putting up crazy numbers because he's come back and assumed his starting role in Milwaukee. Now, Bobby Portis last year, because most of the season, Brooke Lopez was injured, he kind of slid into that role. And in drafts, because many of the projections are calculated by computers and AI, he was up there. You know, people were projecting that he would be a top 100 player, Bobby Portis, that is. But now that Brooke Lopez has reestablished himself as the man in the middle there, I would start looking at Brooke Lopez. So if he's available on your waiver wire, I want to you want to snatch him up. I, that would be a priority ad for, for, for me. If you look at his recent production, it, the numbers don't lie. He's been consistent. Let's just hope that he stays healthy. Someone I've talked about already, Shaden Sharp. I, I just think he has tremendous upside. I think he is the kind of player that can really, especially in dynasty formats, be someone that you're, gra you're glad that you grabbed for free off of the waiver wire. And surprisingly enough, the last person I want to talk about for waiver wire targets that I have is another big man, Andre Drummond. Like I'm like, I had stock in dynasty with Andre Drummond when he was Andre Drummond, like Andre Drummond, Detroit 2020, Andre Drummond. And I'm not talking about 2020 the year. I'm talking about 20 points, 20 rebounds that Andre Drummond, right? Then he got traded here. You went to Cleveland. He went to Philly. He's all, he's all over the place. Right. And and now he's in Chicago, and and there is clearly a start a starting center in Chicago with Vucevic. But Andre Drummond has been carving out a little role for himself. And for us, our expectations for Andre Drummond are not that he's going to be Andre Drummond 2020, 20 and 20 Andre Drummond. We just want 
20 minutes of Andre Drummond. And if we can get 20 minutes of Andre Drummond, I believe it'll be a, a valuable, valuable investment for you and your fantasy team. And you know what else would be a valuable investment if you invested in buying a little bit of um, playing in Owner's Box? Yes, Owner's Box. It's an official sponsor of the Game Pick Podcast, and we want to highlight their new one-of-a-kind fantasy sports format, Lightning Lineups. All you have to do is spin, pick, and win. Let me explain. The game is super simple. All you have to do is pick the lineup that you think will score the most fantasy points. When you start the game, you'll see three sets of lineups with three players each. If you don't like the options presented to you, pick brand new lineups by spinning the lightning lineups button. You can spin as many times as you want until you find the team that you like. After you pick your lineup, you can even add more lineups and increase your payout. Finally, choose your desired amount and then watch your team rack up points. It's as easy as spin, pick, win. Sign up right now and use the promo code Game Pick Podcast. Owner's Box will match your first deposit up to $500. Yes, $500. That's the largest deposit that I've ever seen in the daily fantasy industry. Don't miss out. Sign up now at Owner's Box. Uh, dot com or the owner's box app on android or ios and don't forget to use the promo code game pick podcast now the next thing i want to do is talk about streaming yes streaming the way that you win in fantasy this segment is called the stream team i think i'm gonna dedicate a, a whole episode to how to stream effectively. Um, I won't go into too much detail, but streaming is pretty much you finding the bottom one or two players on your roster and then cycling them out for new players on the days when there aren't as many games happening, right? So we'll go through that in terms of what days we have more games and what days we can actually stream. But just to give you a little idea, you want to look at the bottom of your roster in terms of talent and who is someone you're okay with dropping to cycle in new players so you can get more value uh, out of your roster. With that being said, with, with that being said uh, we have some low-volume streaming days. So these are the days that we have not as many games and you might be able to get some value by plugging some new players in. On Monday, there are seven games in the NBA. On week three, there are seven games on the Monday. So you can stream that day. On Tuesday, we have four games. It's streamable. Wednesday, we have 11 games. I do not think you'll be able to stream there. Thursday, there are only two games happening in the NBA. I would say, yes, you can stream. Friday, we have 12 games. It's going to be hard to stream there. Saturday, eight games. Sunday, four games. Both streamable Days. So let's talk about the stream team. There are three teams in the NBA. Um, there are three teams that have three optimal games, I should say. So there are three teams out there that are going to be playing on low volume streaming days. The Thunder, the Nets, and the Magic. I'm going to share my stream team from that, uh, that list of teams. Let me get a sip of this coffee, though. Mm. Ah, a little parched today. Okay. So the Thunder. Trey Mann, like who, why, what, when? Yes, Trey Mann from the Thunder is somebody that I'm definitely looking at. And I'll tell you why. For me, with fantasy, a lot of it has to do with opportunity, right? Like how many minutes is this guy playing? Yo, Trey Mann is averaging 27 minutes per game. 27 minutes a game. 
and he's putting up numbers. Big thing for categories, he's, he's averaging 1.2 steals per game. So I'm firing up Trey Mann if I can grab him. Then you want to take a look at Aaron Wiggins from the Thunders. He, he, uh, from the Thunder. He's averaging 26 minutes per game. Some honorable mentions, Jalen Williams, Darius Baisley, and then uh, Pokachevsky. For the Nets, I'm going to talk about two guys. I like to call them the Dollar Store Splash Bros. The Dollar Store Splash Bros. Again, mad respect for all NBA players, but come on, that's that's funny. Okay. Seth Curry, Joe Harris, not quite uh, Steph and Clay, but, you know, we got to take what we can get at this point. Steph, uh, Seth Curry is just coming back from injury, so, you know, he might, be, he might be a little rusty, but those are two that I would take a look at. Not as high on them as the Trey Manns and Aaron Wiggins of the world, but definitely two guys that I'll be looking at, the Dollar Store Splash Bros. And then, finally, from the uh, Orlando Magic, Terrence Ross, who I like to say is – you know, uh, the poor man's John Starks, like he is streaky as heck. Like he's going to put up mad buckets. And then the next day he's going to be ice cold. With that said, he's averaging 31 minutes per game. Again, back to usage. If you want someone who's going to be on the floor and giving you the opportunity to win, Terrence Ross is definitely someone to take a look at. And the last guy I want to talk about from the stream team is RJ Hampton. We got uh, uh, we have uh, Cole Anthony out. We got Jalen Suggs out. We got Markel Fultz out. Their front, their um, backcourt is like, you know, in the ER right now. They're in the, in the ER triage. It's a bad look. They don't have many guards, in, you know, to, to handle the ball, to distribute the ball. RJ Hampton is going to be set in terms of opportunity. Fire him up if you can grab him and monitor and see if you're going to keep him long-term based on the other guys returning. So, that's uh that's where we are in terms of the stream team. We're going to move right along to one of my favorite segments. This is the Q&A from our Discord. Basically, I'm going to go through and answer some questions that our Discord members have and give some insight on some of the players that they have concerns or questions about. So the first question comes from two uh, of our members. Big up to Playoff Steph, who is one of our most um, OG status game pick uh, community members. And then we have Joel RSZ. They both asked about sell highs and buy lows. So this week, the sell highs that I'm really looking at and probably everyone is looking at, Lori Marketing. Like Lori Marketing, no one expected for Lori Marketing to be like the new Dirk Nowitzki, right? Like he's out here going all the way off in Utah. So if you are holding him right now, you might want to consider trading away on this wave because you might, be able to get tons of value. Now, here it, here's the thing about when you are selling high. Selling high is a risk because if Laurie Markkinen continues and is like this year's, let's say, DeJounte Murray, right? Last year, no one expected DeJounte Murray to do what he did last year. But if you sold high, you might not have got value because he ended up being a top 10 guy. That's the risk. Laurie, with Laurie Markkinen, I don't think he's going to be like, I don't think he's going to end the season where he is now. However, if you could flip him into one of these buy lows that I'm going to share with you in a minute, then that would be a good move because you you probably paid 10th, 11th round value maybe, maybe even 9th, I don't know, 9th, 10th, 11th round value for him. But if you can get first, second, third round value for him with the trade, be patient with the other guy and he'll catch up and kind of balance out um, where the scoring is supposed to be. So Lori Marketing is my first sell high. The next one, which pains me to say, is SGA. Shea Gilders Alexander. Like, I love this guy. I, I, I'm holding him, and I'm not trading him because I have him in many of my dynasty leagues. 
but he is doing uh, like uh, he's going crazy. He's nuclear right now. So if you could flip him for a first round guy, like if you could get him for, if you could move him for Lamelo, I could I consider trading him away for Lamelo. You know what I'm saying? Harden, one of these guys, or maybe him and someone else. Like I'd package Laurie and an SGA for Harden or KD, you know, or or Giannis, something like that. So look at his numbers and know that they might be a bit inflated. As much as I like him, and I'm waiting for him to hit that stride where he finally like you know, makes it to the level that he's supposed to be and reaches his potential. I don't know if this is it. This might be too high. And I'll get, and again, you got to think about the tanking in the NBA. Like, is OKC going to compete? When will they be resting him? And he also has an injury history. So for me, as much as it pains me to say, I would consider uh, trading away SGA and selling high. The next couple guys, um, De'Aaron Fox is somebody that I don't, I did not have much interest in drafting, but his numbers are crazy right now. If you could flip him for a, round, a second round, third round guy, I'd be open to that. And then there's John Collins, who I do have a lot of stock in. I'm holding John Collins for, for Dynasty. But in, in um, redraft leagues, I'm, I'm trying to see what I can get. If I can get some of these buy low candidates that I'm going to share with you for John Collins, especially the bigs, I'm definitely, definitely going to make that move. So let's talk about the buy low guys. The guys that I'm looking at for buy low, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is underperforming. I wouldn't trade away John Collins or SGA for Drew Holiday, but I'll definitely trade like a Lori Marketing for Drew Holiday. I think you'll get, you know, Drew Holiday is the kind of guy that once he kind of stabilizes his performance and gets where he needs to be, for category leagues, he's valuable in so many different areas. And then for points leagues, again, he's just a consistent, a consistent, you know, uh, piece of, of the Milwaukee Bucks squad. So I'm going to go Drew Holiday for my buy low. Um, my next buy low is Carl Anthony Towns. People are sleeping on Cat. People have been sleeping on Cat in draft season. Cat Williams, um, you know, not Cat Williams, <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is not a 20 point per game kind of guy. He's trying to find his way. Rudy Gobert is a big part of their team, their offense, and their defensive schemes. They need to just develop the chemistry. Don't panic. If you're holding Cat, don't panic. However, if you have someone in your league who is panicking and they have Cat, what I would recommend is making them panic more. If you have a group chat, get in the group chat and start talking about how bad Cat is every time he bombs. Keep Keep that going, and then you send your Laurie marketing, and then I'll throw in my. I'd even throw in you know another piece, and then see if you can get Carl Anthony Towns in return. The next guy I want to talk about is Bam Adebayo. Bam, I think, is not having a good start to the season. Again, this is not who Bam is. This is not who he's he's been in 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 recent years. He's one of the most versatile big men we have in the NBA today. You know what I'm saying? He was like a uh, finalist for the defensive player of the year like he is a really good player he's just having a rough patch to start the season so i would be patient if you have him but if you have someone in your league who's panicking you gotta you gotta buy low on bam out of bio and the last guy i want to talk about is another big man that is um alfred shingun and alfred shingun is somebody that i definitely drafted a lot he is underperforming like not really doing it it has a lot to do with usage and and minutes uh i do believe that's going to turn around so if i could get some you know if i could buy him for cheap i mean like i'm not trying to 
you know, throw the farm at them. But if I could get him for a discount, I would definitely try to grab me some Shingun. So let's go to our next questions. And thank you so much to uh, Playoff Steph um, and my man. Sorry, let me make sure I get your name right there. I don't want to mess it up. Uh, Joel RSZ. Big shout out to Playoff Steph and Joel RZ. Okay, RSC. Sorry. Okay, so next question comes from Shiz Goes. And Shiz Goes, big shout out to that logo. That logo is fire. Man, you, I might have to get a G for the game pick. Let me know who made that logo for you. I might have to just get the G for the game pick. That is tough. Okay, so Shizgo says, is it risky to keep Dame on my roster and should I trade him? That is a good question. And honestly, it's a hard one to answer. I do believe that Dame Lillard is going to be okay. He's had injuries recently and it is concerning. However, you want to be mindful of the moment, right? If he, you have him on a streak where he's doing 70, 80 points in fantasy kind of thing, and you feel like you can get some first round value for him, then you know you got to make the deal if you don't have faith. If you have faith and you believe in Dame, then I would just hold and just ride it out, man, and know that you probably got him for value anyway, right? If you drafted Dame, you got him at the end of the first round or maybe even an early second. I seen him go mid-second. So I would hold, stay patient. But if you have doubts, it's okay to wait until he, he blows up and then um, sell high. <laughs> Next up, we got uh, Claxton. This is from Antihero7. Antihero7. He says, uh, Claxton or PJ Washington long-term? I really like Claxton. Um, I think Claxton is just like, man, he's coming into his own. His body's filling out. He's getting really strong. And he's on a team that's like built to win. PJ Washington, I'm not mad at. I think I just might not believe in it. I know that Miles... Uh, Bridges is out, and because of that, you know, things are a little different in Charlotte. And also, we've had some injuries with LaMelo being out. So I don't know if his numbers are true. I know what Claxton, Claxton is a starting center for a, you know, a championship-level team. So for me, I'm going to go Claxton there. Um, and then the last question is from Spencer. Spencer says, do you think OKC bench or rest Shea later in the season? Okay, he's asking, do you think OKC will bench or rest Shea Gildress Alexander later in the season to get a better pick? Listen, this is the victor sweepstakes, right? Everybody wants them. I get it. Do I think they're going to tank? Yes. I think it's happening. So for me, like I said earlier with SGA, if he has a like a streak of games where you're like, yo, this is just out of this world. Let me see if I can get first round value. If you could package him and someone else to get like Giannis or the Joker or you know, um, Luca, then you got to bust that move. So I'm, I'm, I believe they will be tanking. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Okay. So that concludes our Q and a, and this is the part of the show. And honestly, it's, it's one of my favorite parts of the show. This is where we just go ahead and shout out all of the people who have been supporting our channel, you know, supporting this movement. Uh, uh again, we're, I'm, I can't even believe that we've grown as much as we have. So every week, we're going to take time to thank every new Discord member that joined our family here. So I'm going to go ahead and just kind of get this going, change the screens here. All right. So let's start from the bottom. Let's go with shout out to Khan CLR. 
Shout out to Siakam. Shout out to Moratic. Love that name. Shout out to Lix. Shout out to Christopher IMB. Nardwar M4X. Big shout out to Papa Mos- Mozart. Big shout out to Keen Cisco. Oh, look at the fonts on this. Big shout out to Drixie. Love the fonts there. Big shout out to Josh Factor. Uh, ASPXTY. Big shout out to Kaiser. Big shout out to Owen Koviska69. Big shot. The P. Bozeman, big shot to Ice235, 69 Mommy, Henry Slob, love that name, Jonathan Ragalag, JDLC, Spencer, Love Crixy, K R X Z Y, big shot to Andrus Kivinok, Micah, E H, FTB Finn, big shout out to J4 Holden, Little Lorenz 13, Bard. Barnsey boy, love it. Terry, yes. Wizard, yes. PPPO, okay. Ops, that's O P H S S, yes. Backlit guy, hmm, interesting. Papa for life, love it. Lord Kyrie, yes. Johnny Cohen 7, yes. KRG.momo, yes. Kushi man, head to the I'm just playing. Welcome to the community. Shiz goes, yes. Nicks. Pexda or Panda with an X. Baller. Tutu Joshi 2. Kai's. Not all. Lelouch. Says God 69. Moojism. Remo. Yes. Menace go crazy. Yes. Ant.3x. Okay. Sam Baroni. Love that name. Demo. Andrew Ard. Kaneberg. Link. Yep. Heechee. TWHS. Mrs. Warrior. Love it. Jay Zilla, Kirizaki, T Money 69, AJ, Sam, TJ, Trevor, Mo Bomb is the last person who joined. That was a lot of people joining the movement. Wow, wow, wow. Really love it. Okay, before we get out of here, I got to talk about our fantasy basketball creators of the week. This one goes out to one of my favorite teams out there the roto wire show big shout out to the roto wire show roto wire show tons of value i especially like their waiver wire episode so if you have not heard about roto wire they also have an app uh, i believe it's called the roto baller app please check them out and also if you have an idea for a future episode please do me a big favor and drop a comment and let me know also Join our Discord group. That's where it all happens, y'all. In our Discord server, people are just helping you with ideas. You're there by yourself trying to make these these decisions about your rosters, who to pick up. There's a whole community. Right now, we're up to about 780 people. All we want to do is help you. So just come join the community. Pick our waiver pickups, trades, dynasties, dynasty questions, team names, the works, even daily fantasy now. We're even talking about um, sports cards and sports NFTs. It's just a thriving community. So please hit the link in the description of this episode. And don't forget, bang on that subscribe button. Hit us with a thumb, thingy, thumbs up, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, play the waivers, set your lineups, and follow Game Pick, your freaking fantasy nerd. That was harsh. See you next week. <laughs>